0: Welcome to episode 168 of the Red Box Report, the weekly movie podcast where we review the latest Blu-rays and DVD releases for Redbox. I'm your host, Bob Phelan.
1: And you know, I'm your co-host, Joel Phelan.
0: And on this episode, we're going to take a look at the Coen Brothers' most recent film, Hail Caesar, as well as our top five Channing Tatum movies, since he features prominently in this film. Yeah. So, <laughs> this is another movie. That we uh, we're looking forward to quite a bit is because I remember our top five from a few months ago, most anticipated movies of the year. Um, yeah, this has an all-star cast: George Clooney, Channing Tatum, Scarlett Johansson, Jonah Hill. The list goes on and on, yeah, and everyone in
1: between. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, it's just the Coen brothers. In their more comedic form, they kind of have two modes. When they get serious, and can make like a devastatingly awesome movie like *No Country for Old Men* or *Inside and Davis*. And then their lighter side, like this or uh, many other ones. <laughs> no, um, off the top of my head, the <laughs> <laughs> the Nicholas Cage movie where they steal the baby. Um, oh
1: yeah, yeah, what's it? Uh- some of the Vegas.
0: Uh, this is our third episode recording of the night. <laughs> it's yeah, it's late. late. But, um, Forgive us. Yeah, they 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 have two modes and <laughs> this is definitely on the lighter side. Um, yeah,
1: it's goofy.
0: Yeah, House Caesar, I guess it's not much of a plot-based movie. It's more like, a, here's a setting, here's characters, and here you go. <laughs> like, you're just following along for this set period of time. Yeah, but, like, the main concept, I think, is George Clooney is playing a character, playing an actor in Hollywood. I guess it's 50s, late 50s, early 60s, something like that, Hollywood. Yeah. And he gets kidnapped by communists. And um, John, Josh Brolin plays a fixer named um, Tommy Maddox, something Maddox. Um, yeah. Greg Maddox is a pitcher for the Atlanta Braves in the 90s. Um, and he's, he always, he's spinning stories and he's getting things where he needs them to be because there's, um, these reporters who are always trying to find the gossip and he's like trying to control that so nothing gets out of, uh, he's sort you know, of like a, a fixer
1: world. and an executive type role. Yeah. It seems because he kind of like, he determines like the fake marriages and dating like, uh, like the one lady has out of wedlock. Mm-hmm. So he's trying to like make it seem like she's married because it's a stigma and <laughs> yeah. takes the cowboy, puts in a serious movie.
0: <laughs> yeah. And basically all in between this is happening. It's just showing you bits and pieces of this time and place in Hollywood. And it's like going from set to set. And it's almost like a sketch comedy show at a certain yeah. point, but not always Pure comedy. I mean, it's like, at sometimes it's song and dance. It's a, you I could know. see
1: this. This could be like a Broadway.
0: Yeah, for sure. I think that would actually be really cool. Um, um, the sets are gorgeous. Love the sets.
1: Yeah. I thought uh, one of the cool things about this movie is how it, it might not be the first time you get introduced to the character, but every actor you're introduced to, you visit them pretty much on the set. Mm-hmm. And you see what their like niches, and it's kind of I guess character caricatures.
0: Exactly. Um, and yeah, it's the, a, it's like you get a look at them when they're on screen, and then or being filmed, and then a little glimpse when they're not. You yeah. Know, like not too much, but mostly it's like them performing. But then they're like Scarlett Johansson; she's this elegant woman in this beautiful green dressy and. Lifted from the water, the perfect Dude, smile.
1: musical dance. Yeah, type.
0: and then off camera, she's got this thick New Jersey accent, and it's like yeah. a sassy, broad. I'm <laughs> using here. Um, yeah, but, but yeah, um, and yeah, I mean, there's not. That's pretty much it.
1: She kind of like, reminds me a little bit of like the baby from uh, Roger Rabbit. Yeah, exactly.
0: Character-wise. <laughs> Mixed with um, Jessica Rabbit.
1: Yeah, yes, for sure. <laughs> um, they ever do a remake.
0: Oh, a yeah, girl. that would be awesome.
1: But uh, I like the uh, cowboy character. I thought it was really funny how they take him off the western. He's really good at doing his stunts. And put him in like a
0: this is like the guy. A British
1: romance. <laughs>
0: yeah that was one of my favorite scenes but this guy alden ehrenreich is the actor's name and he's at least new to me new to everybody but he burst onto the scene because he i think he's the best part of the movie his character is yeah, the I best character. 100
1: percent agree and i didn't see it coming i didn't think he was going to be one of the main characters yeah originally.
0: and he's actually young han solo He's going to be playing Oh, is that
1: it? Yeah, he's going to be
0: playing yeah. young Han Solo in a couple of years for that uh prequel thing. Which is really cool actually after seeing this. I'm happy to see him play the role. But yeah, yeah he starts off it's I thought it was hilarious how so obvious when it was him and when it was a stunt double doing yeah. backflips and all this stuff. Uh, really like that, and then yeah, he gets cast in like this British uh, drama <laughs> <Heavy> dialogue, <laughs> yeah. and the director, I, I that was perfectly done. Like he starts off really calm and patient, and trying to work him through it, and slowly loses patience as it goes on. <laughs> yeah. He's trying to get him to say, Woe that it were, whoa, that it were so simple." he's got this
1: thick like texas accent yeah.
0: would that it were so simple and he, like and he's really trying to he's, he's trying his <laughs> artist it's it's incredible and like he won't even he can't even look at the actress when he's talking he's just like staring straight ahead at one point yeah. then, oh man so good and then it's even funny. go ahead
1: i was gonna say it's funny throughout the movie him talking about how it's going well <laughs> yeah he's really coming along and stuff and exactly perfectly cast by the way that director the guy from, oh uh, yeah ray fines yeah
0: he was amazing as well um but yeah then he goes on this date with um like the girl from back in the day that put the fruit on her head and uh, yeah did the congo <laughs> dance or whatever and yeah, i like love really that cute, scene like a little teenage girl <laughs> yeah i thought that whole date scene was really good as well like him yeah, using the spaghetti as a lasso, and I mean, it, it just was good. Uh, I don't know to see where they're coming from, each yeah. person, like both sides. You could see, but they had good chemistry. I, I liked that.
1: Yeah, that was one of the better scenes of the whole movie. I felt.
0: Mm-hmm. Actually, um, this whole movie. Actually- in general, it's like on a scene by scene basis. It. it it works really well but when you try it, when it's all put together it kind of
1: like the it doesn't really end up going anywhere the
0: parts were greater than the sum or the yeah. th- something whatever that saying is
1: yeah i was gonna say i enjoyed this movie because of the scene part but it doesn't as a whole really
0: mm-hmm. for yeah come it, to fruition and i might do better on rewatch like first time watch you're trying to just watch the story evolve but if you kind of go into it thinking, okay, yeah, here's wow. this scene, and then here's this scene.
1: Yeah, just enjoy everything for what it is. Yeah,
0: like, I loved the Channing Tatum song and dance.
1: Yeah, I was gonna about to say, speaking of the devil, like, that was an awesome part of the movie. It really was.
0: That was amazing, and no dames. Like, <laughs> clearly, these guys are, I don't know. <laughs>
1: They're all sailors, yeah. <laughs> yeah. War.
0: Loved the... Uh, The little thing there. I don't know. The
1: the cheesy, like, ending where the other group of sailors... Is this
0: place open? (laughs) Yeah. Um, and Channing Tatum, he... This is, like, when we were talking in the last episode about how he can really be put to use in the best possible way. This is a great example. Like, he started in the Step Up movies. Clearly, he can dance. And the Magic Mike movies. And this uses that natural, like, uh physical charisma that he has perfectly yeah and um
1: what did you think about george Clooney's parts
0: i liked it i kind of he wasn't in as much as i thought he would be
1: yeah they kind of build him as being like the main character and it's really josh brolin i think is if anybody's the main character it's him
0: yeah for sure it's
1: not really that type of movie where Mm -hmm. that really matters all that much
0: yeah, George Clooney, I definitely thought, like, a lot. he was made to be, like, this guy who th- thinks he's smarter than he actually is, and, uh, <laughs> yeah. like, I like some of his lines. I can't remember off the top of my head, like, in specifics, but I, some of his dialogue made me chuckle, for sure. He's Just like the like, look on his face at all times, like, confused. <laughs> <yeah>. like.
1: <laughs> and he's, like, he's so simple that he almost seems like he's, more intelligent than he is yeah
0: exactly like when he first wakes up from being kidnapped and the maid is like are you looking for like they're in this other room i forget what he said but it was like you could tell he thought he was being like this smart like i don't know yeah. guy but it was it's weird just one.
1: cool how his parts i could see him being under people not liking his parts in ways, but I really liked it and like yeah. how it evolved. Um, I think at some point he's just like, Well, th- that was a great conversation or whatever. I'm just going to get out of here. And they're like, Oh, no, 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 you can't do that. And they all kind of like lean in. And they're like, All right, we'll tell you. And he like buys it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he's so gullible.
1: By the end of the movie, he's telling Josh Brolin, He's like, These guys are on to something. Like, they got it <laughs> all figured out. And he's just, like yeah, the the studio is part of the machine, man. Its the only purpose is to just kind of trashes the, just like so nonchalantly. Like everything we're doing is horrible.
0: Yeah, he's yeah. George Clooney's character is like one of those people that whatever the last thing they heard is like blows their mind, and they think they'll just buy it and. Go all the way. It's like it. religion for yeah. like
1: a week until they're like distracted by something. Yeah, or exactly. Something. Or
0: like I don't know. I could see him being a Donald Trump supporter. thick at the end or something <laughs> like that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I. What do you think about the whole communist angle? Like they touch on it, they don't really go too much into it. Like that was a big part of Hollywood, wasn't it, back in the day? Yeah. And the whole religious and, aspect to it as well.
1: And they're... Yeah, they got basically blackballed out of... Yeah. Did you ever watch Trumbo? We, no, I still
0: haven't know? watched it yet.
1: Oh, uh, that's... It's a great movie. Um, that touches a lot on that subject.
0: Yeah. But I guess... I don't
1: know. A lot of the writers, and I guess a lot happened to be Jewish, were targeted. Yeah. Whether or not they were... I, it
0: seemed like um, the Cohen Brothers, like... They clearly love this era of Hollywood or else why would they go through the links to put yeah. some of these scenes together, you know? But at the same time, they're kind of poking fun at it obviously and I guess they just wanted to touch a little bit on everything that was going on at that time, so they didn't really delve too deeply into some of the stuff.
1: Yeah, it's never it's the whole communist it thing. Never it never takes itself too seriously. It's the least coherent part of the movie, yeah. I feel like. It's interesting but it yeah, it doesn't really dive too deep into ideology or really like an end game. Yeah. Like at the end. I don't think it's too much for a spoiler chaining table just gets on a submarine. <laughs> yeah. And,
0: <laughs> that was kinda weird. All of a sudden he's like, <laughs> like
1: this. Is it just like with a point and he drops the money <laughs> and takes ends up taking the dog? Like mm-hmm. Uh, just like the vainness of it, I guess.
0: And then you have the like twin reporters. Or reporters. A, one is like a dead serious investigative journalist, and the other one's a gossip columnist. I thought yeah. that was pretty funny. Like
1: people always get them mixed up.
0: Yeah, can never tell them apart. Um, yeah, and I thought other. I thought that was great at showing like the incestuous relationship that Hollywood has with itself. Like it takes itself so seriously and like no one else cares but th- this, this gossip they don't want it getting through Hollywood yeah. if you know I don't know if it's coming across what I'm trying to say but like obviously now yeah everyone is hanging on every word but it seems like back then at least the way the movie has it it's like only the people in Hollywood care about any of the stuff that they're saying
1: yeah yeah it's more about, like, uh, getting low-balled or whatever and work or being put out of work.
0: Yeah. Um, True public image. Jonah Hill is in this movie for, like, a minute.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, I didn't um, really have much to say about his character either way, but I felt like it was worth mentioning.
1: Yeah. So, I don't know. I guess the cameos are cool, but yeah. not really...
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't really know what else to say about the movie other than, like, it's an enjoyable watch. It's an easy watch. Yeah. Like, it's not, so, like, you could just pop it on and it, enjoy a scene here and there, no problem. Like, the costumes are great, period setting. Like, it definitely feels like the 50s.
1: Yeah, good cast. It's, it's well-directed, it's just the movie as a whole doesn't really together yeah
0: it's like spreads itself thin i think i think i would have preferred to cut out a couple characters and maybe focus more on like i don't know maybe not even cut out but just give more credence to the characters that i like the most you know
1: yeah either that or even Doubled down on the characters thing and just been a a broader view. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Do even more of the like one-off scene type things. Yeah, that would have been cool. Like, yeah, like the water show. We didn't really give it a whole lot of attention. We talked about Scarlett Johansson, but I mean, they're actually doing this whole little performance synchronized swimming, and it was actually cool to see.
1: Yeah, it's almost like. They made this movie for the sake of making it, just to kind of do those things again.
0: Yeah, I mean, hey, good for you know that good on them if they have the ability to do that. I yeah,
1: mean, it's sort of like almost a history piece in a way. Yeah, a it's not way like
0: way. I mean, there are Coen Brothers movies that you know, if they want to, they can make an Oscar-nominated like quality drama or or whatever. But then they can also just do one for themselves th- to, like, you know, uh. Yeah. This seems like a movie that themselves. everyone
1: wanted to be in. Like
0: yeah. You could tell they were having a ton of fun making this movie. Yeah. it se- At least it seemed like it. I don't know if they actually were, but. Um. Yeah. Some. Before I was talking about the comedies that the. Uh, Cohen brothers have made. Raising Arizona was the one I was thinking of, but also The Big yeah. Lebowski. Like these are movies that reward rewatches and maybe this one is the same way. Yeah. I
1: just think I will tell.
0: Also, while there wasn't that much plot, like you, there wasn't much closure either. It just kind of ended at a certain point.
1: Yeah, I think that that's more of my gripe than Like, the plot as a whole.
0: Yeah. I would have liked to at least wrap up each storyline, maybe. But it kind of just... To a certain extent. Like,
1: I can understand, like, it just... The career goes on type thing. But, I don't know. Something. Mm
0: -hmm. Maybe
1: the movie coming out. Like.
0: Right, yeah, yeah. the
1: effect of it. Or whatever, you know.
0: How it all panned out. Last thing. What did you think of um, the whole rumor about George Clooney's character that was kind of like a running thing throughout the movie
1: um what do you mean
0: like he's they kept saying is the rumors about him they're talking about him being (laughs) oh yeah yeah like I thought that was kind of nice recurring joke type thing
1: (laughs) yeah oh yeah I forgot all about that in a way
0: but yeah what would you give Hail Caesar?
1: I'd give it a... I'd give it a six and a half out of ten.
0: I'll give it a seven and a half out of ten. Not a heavy... More like a light seven and a half.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, I guess my rating would be like a light seven, really solid six and a half. I don't know. I guess you could really go either way in this movie. If you want to enjoy this movie, you can. But oh, yeah. If you- kind of pessimistic about it then
0: if you get stuck on plot and um, like what's actually going on at all times you'll probably like get lost and pissed off but yeah if you just go for the ride enjoy what's on screen it's a lot of fun for sure and Channing Tatum was a big part of that fun in this movie so let's get to our top five Channing Tatum movies like I was saying when we did our top five Ryan Reynolds movies, like those two are kind of two different stories of careers going in two different directions. Channing Tatum, not the best actor. I mean, good in certain roles at what he is good at doing, he's really good at doing. But yeah, he's very limited. But he's found a way to use that to his advantage to... Get into some really good movies and have some really good performances.
1: Yeah, he's uh, kind of a personality cast. Even if it's he's cast to be kind of the opposite of what you would expect him to be.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, but if he's asked to play a half-wolf, half-human <laughs> in some kind of sci-fi action movie like Jupiter Ascending, oh man, it's going to be bad. Yeah. <laughs> but when he has used to his best... He's very good. I was actually surprised how many really good movies he's been in when I was putting this list together. He's a very solid yeah, list on my uh, head.
1: I haven't seen a lot of them. But, yeah, I mean, he's had a pretty solid career already. Definitely was putting in work.
0: Yeah, definitely. Comedy, drama, everything.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, I'll kick it off. My number five is the Lego movie. Where he plays Superman, the voice of Superman, and Jonah Hill is a Green Lantern, and they have a good uh, back and forth dynamic in their short scenes together. But the Laker movie is just a really fun, really inventive, visually kids' movie, cart- or not cartoon, but um, yeah, uh, animated movie. It's I a a ton of fun. It's super fast paced, like, it's exhausting to an extent. But it is a ton of fun.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, I've seen, like, the first 20 minutes of that movie at my cousin Sean's. He loves it. And, I don't know, maybe i got to give it another chance, but it almost annoyed me. Like, like I almost was getting angry watching it. It was just so, like, fast. and like. Yeah,
0: it's frenetic. Yeah. I could see, like, if you're, <laughs> I don't know, uh... Drinking like I was just chilling
1: and kind of like laying down. Yeah.
0: Oh, it could, I could see how it could give someone anxiety, actually. Um, <laughs> yeah, you can't watch it too many times, I don't think. But it's it's a good movie.
1: Nice. Um, My number five is an easy one. Is Hail Caesar. Nice. It's really a, one of the best scenes in the movie. He's sort of an important character, but like we said, it doesn't really pan out.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would like to see more from his character. Yeah. Uh, My number four is Steven Soderbergh's Side Effects, which came out, I believe, in 2013. It's a really, really good, like, uh, thriller, like, mystery thriller, where Rooney Mara plays a woman who kills her husband, Channing Tatum, and then it's a whole twisty little mystery thriller, like I said. I can't remember a lot of the details, but I just remember the mood, the atmosphere, the acting, the the, the plot twists, everything it works together really well to create a uh, great little movie. Nice. I think it's underrated. Sounds pretty really cool. Yeah.
1: Uh, I haven't heard of it, actually, before you mentioned it.
0: Yeah, the poster is like... a. I th- it's like a pill bottle, I think. It has a really cool poster. I think prescription medicine has something to do with her insanity. I, I can't remember. Exactly. I need to rewatch it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right. Um my number four is 21 Jump Street.
0: Nice. Yeah. Honorable mention for me.
1: I uh I was surprised how much I liked it. I didn't really have high hopes for it. I thought it looked kind of generic. But I thought it worked for what it was.
0: Yeah, him and Jernan Hill are really good together. Yeah, they have good I mean, chemistry.
1: Them going undercover in a high school, and I'm sure you've all seen it. Honestly.
0: Yeah, um, and Channing Tatum is really funny when he when he wants to be. Yeah, he's, he's really good at that. Like playing up the dumb sport. jock thing. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I yeah, I put it on honorable mention. I couldn't decide between 21 or 22 Jump Street because I think I rate them about even, which is pretty good for a sequel to be as good as uh, the original. Yeah,
1: for sure. Uh, I think I liked the first one a little bit better, but that's why.
0: Yeah. I, I was almost
1: going to just include them as the same thing, to be honest, but figured there was enough movies to just pick one.
0: There you go. All right, well, my number three is The Hateful Eight, a movie we reviewed on the show. Also my number three. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, great little movie. This is actually one of his roles where I think he was wasted and not used to the best of his abilities, but he is in it. Um, yeah. And it's a really, really good movie. We talked about it a lot. So if you're interested in what we had to say, go back and watch that. Or not watch. Well, yeah, I guess you could on YouTube, but we, it's cool. we had a nice discussion. when they
1: use him but it's too little, too late, kind Yeah, of.
0: exactly. Wish he either had a bigger role or not even showed up physically. Yeah. I, just, yeah. All right, well, I guess if that was your number three, I'll get right to my number two, which is Magic Mike, the original. Nice. <laughs>
1: okay, so I was wondering if this was going to um, make your list or not. Yeah,
0: it definitely was going to make my list. Um, I love the first Magic Mike as... Uh, silly as that may sound, I mean it's like um, it's like boogie nights of this decade. <laughs> um, male stripper who gets in over his head with as far as like uh, the new recruit gets into drugs and it kind of brings more crime and I don't know. It's more like a, just a relationship drama and the. The way that this style of life can take its toll on you, when you thought maybe it was just something to pass the time to get you through a certain stage in your life, yeah, and it turns out like you're immersed, or you're in your 30s and you're still doing it and all this stuff, but uh, yeah, I don't know, just a really solid movie. I think people dismiss it out of hand when without giving it a shot, and it's just a really well made movie again it's Steven Soderbergh same as side effects he's he's a really good director and he knows how to make the most of his material nice and Channing Tatum is a great dancer
1: (laughs) (laughs) just saying (laughs) just saying alright
0: my my number two
1: is actually one of the first movies I remember him from um, The Eagle okay yeah It's not really... uh, Going back and watching it, it's not the best movie of its genre. I think it came out... post-Gladiator, but around that time... Me, Maybe... What was Gladiator? Probably 2000. 98, 99, 2000.
0: Wow. Right in there. Right in there.
1: Yeah, this is probably more like 05 or something like that. But, I don't know. Uh... I forget how, I somehow stumbled onto this movie not knowing anything about it a long time ago and just, it's one of those movies that somehow just kind of hooked me and I ended up watching the whole thing and kind of liking it. And it's based off ai of, uh, I don't know if it's like a true story, but like a Roman story mm-hmm. about losing this eagle and I was somehow in Port royal or something like that. It's been the a while eagle. since I've seen it.
0: Yeah, I think our number one is going to be the same. Fox Catcher? Is that your number one? I think I lost Joel here, but I'm going to go out on a limb and see that that was our combined number one because I know how much he loves that movie. And I really, really liked it a lot as well. Channing Tatum is great in that role as a... The guy who gets caught under the wing of the crazy millionaire. And he's just so dumb that he's able to go along for the ride. Uh, I've definitely lost Joel here. So I'm going to just wrap up the episode. Foxcatcher is the best Chang Tatum movie that we've seen in our opinion. I had a couple honorable mentions. This is the end. The comedy. Seth Rogan, Danny McBride. James Franco. The whole gang. Uh, very funny movie. I think it's better, much better in the first half than the second half. It gets a little crazy with the special effects and all that, but solid comedy. And also Haywire, another Steven Soderbergh movie. Uh, this was the one starring Gina Carano. Very underrated film, action movie. She does all her own stunts, and she fights Michael Fassbender and Janne Tatum, and it's good stuff all around. But uh, if you have any thoughts on the matter... You can email us, theredboxreport at yahoo.com, follow us on Twitter at theredboxreport, I'm on Twitter at The Oil Report, Joel is on Twitter at redboxreporter, like us on Facebook, subscribe rate, and review us on iTunes, subscribe to our YouTube page, and we'll be back briefly or in a week, or whenever you listen to the next episode with another review. Have a good one. We are heading out to sea And however it'll be It ain't gonna be the same Cause no matter what we see When we're out there on the sea We ain't gonna see a dame We'll be searching high and low on the deck and down below, but it's a crying shame. Oh, we'll see a lot
1: of fish, but we'll never clock a dish. We ain't gonna see a dame No days. We might see some octopuses. No days. Or a half a dozen clams. No days. We might even see a boy maid But boy
0: mate has got no hair. No